your kids want to have the best relationship with you that they possibly could have. Like they're 100% on board with that idea. Way more than anyone you've ever met in your life. And that means you could have the best relationship with your children that you've ever had with anyone. That's what they offer you. And it's up to you to realize that. And you could. And that's a hell of a... Oh, that's a good opportunity, man. You know, even if you've been beat around a lot and betrayed and hurt, you've got those little kids and they're thinking, what do you want to do, Dad? You know, and if you're bitter, that'll cut you to the quick and you'll hurt them. You don't want to do that. Hey folks, welcome to this week's Burning the Boats Weekly Ramble. I'm here again with my man Bill Phillips and uh, moving forward we're going to, it's going to be a mixture of sometimes it'll be me and Bill, sometimes it'll be me, sometimes it'll be Bill. When we're with Tim, we'll get Tim in on it a little bit, um, but we, we just kind of each week want to give y'all um, a mix of what we're all thinking and kind of how we approach life and from a philosophical standpoint, mindset and all that. This week we're going to talk about um parenting which you know there's a lot of rabbit holes we can go down with this um and you know everybody has a unique approach and at the end of the day we're all just trying to figure it out like how to raise good solid human beings right um so bill you know when it comes to parenting you've got three kids i've got two uh why don't you kick it off just talking about like your philosophy around parenting in general, what you want to teach them, what you want them to see and things like that, you know? Yeah, I think that, I'm not going to say break the mold a little bit, but, you know, the, a lot of the ways that that we parent, right, are, you know, by the ways that we were parented yep. right, and what we came up with. And, like, I want to share with my kids all of the good things that I had when I was growing up, right? right? right. I want that special, you know, Christmas morning, yep. right? I want my dad was at every football, baseball, basketball game. He never missed it, even though he worked an hour away. Right. right. So, you know, there, there were things that, you know, I got from my parents that I absolutely 100% want to do for my kids. But at the same time, you know, I want to take it a step further. Right. And, and that's kind of showing them, you know, a, a different way. Right. And, and for me, um, and we talk about it a lot and, and, and leaving our W-2 careers, but, you know, us and working our own business, I guess something I talked about as a kid, I remember you know, teachers asking you what you want to do when you grow up. And I right. remember saying, I wanted to own a business. Oh, really? And it took me okay. until I was 36 years old to realize what that meant. Yeah. Right. It just took that long. Um, but I want to be able to show my kids, you know, we all tell our kids, you can be whatever you want to be. Yep. Right. As a year told growing, you can be the president of the United States. Yep. Well, you know, how how many kids really set out with a purpose of becoming absolutely what they want to be as opposed to falling into a system somewhere. Yep. Right? right. And I want to be able to show my kids that you can truly do whatever you want to do. Yep. If you go out there, you put your mind to it, you act on it and you're intentional about growing to whatever. That right. Is, right. And I say all that to say that as a parent, I want to provide that as an example. Mm -hmm. It's easy to say it. 
it's a lot harder to do it. Yep. Right. So I want to do it to show them, right, that they can do whatever they want. Right. You know, we're yeah. There's no bigger influence on them than us. Right. There's no bigger influence on us than our parents, like you said earlier. So, um, and we can sit them down all day long and tell them this is how you need to do things. This is how you should act in this situation. This is how you should react in this situation. That's great. And we should have those talks. But the best way to drill it in their head is to let them see how you react in certain situations. Let them see how you respond to adversity. Let them see how you choose to better yourself. And for nobody, no reason other than you want to do it, you go out and you sweat your ass off in a workout with nobody looking and they see that and they're like, God, dad's there's something there. I want to be like that, yeah. you know? So that, I mean, you've got, it's one thing to talk about. And a lot of parents talk about, it, you know, a lot of yeah. them and, and there's, but they don't, they don't actually put the action in to set the example for their kids, you know? And so for me, I, and this can, this, you know, I, I realize when it comes to parenting, opinions can sometimes be controversial, right? Um, but I, I don't want this to be taken as anything controversy. It's just my opinion from my perspective of how I've seen things through my, I'm very aware that I could be completely wrong in this, yeah. this opinion. But college, for example, what are we all taught? Work hard in school, make good grades, go to college, get, college. get a good job. Right. And now get an MBA. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Further, right. Right. Um, I am not talking at all to my kids about college. Yeah. It Other than it's an option if that's something you mm -hmm. want to shoot for. If you want to be a doctor, yes, you're going to have to go to further training beyond high school to be a doctor. Right. If you want to be a teacher, there's licenses you have to get. So you need further education. You don't have to do that. There is not no pressure from me and Katie, and I know from you and Elena that is telling our kids you have to go to college. You have to get good grades for that. And I, I won't do that. I I will I want to give them all the resources to do that if they want, but I also want to give them the confidence and the independence to say, screw that, I'm I'm gonna go this way. And and I I kind of want that to happen, yeah. you know. Well, so. yeah, push them, you know, push them to try new things, mm -hmm. right? And, you know, my, my oldest daughter is a very good example of it is she loves going out and trying new things. Yep. Whether it's absolutely horseback riding, yep. starting a bracelet company, right. starting to swim and all that. But to that point, and you look back on yourself and, and how would you talk to your younger self differently. Right. And for me, what I was my third year in college before I ever picked a major. Yeah. Right. Same. Because, right. right. Because I didn't, I just went to college to go to college. It was an extension of high school. That's right. right. I didn't have a plan around yep. it. Now in hindsight and you know, where that took me in life, if I hadn't done that, I wouldn't have gotten a job and I right. wouldn't everything that happened after that, but it's because I wasn't prepared. Mm -hmm. Right. And I want to be able to prepare them. She loves horses. Right. Do you want to you have an own, your own barn with horses and stuff like that? Okay. What does it take to get there? Yep. Cause she's already thinking about it. That's what she wants. Yep. Right? It might change by the time she's 18. Right. But you know, work towards that. Do you need college for that? Right. Or do you need to go to a trade school? Do you need something else, but have a plan around it? I didn't have a plan around it. Right. So I just went wherever life took me. Yep. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And 
and I want to like, it's okay to blend your passions in your career. That's not just okay. It's admirable. Like most, most humans, the two are separate. Their career that the things that pays for all the things they love to do is something they don't really like to do. Right. And I understand that's the system. That's the culture. That's what most people do. Um, You and I did that for a number of years until a year ago. And now we're, because of some choices we've made, we are able to be passionate about the thing that also is paying the bills. And I don't want my kids to be 40 40 years old before they figure that out. And it's way harder. Yeah. It's way more uncomfortable. Right. Right. And being able to show that example to them of things that you fear, that are hard, that are uncomfortable, are going to lead to the most happiness in your yeah. life. Because ultimately, we want our kids to be happy, right. live happy, healthy lives. Right. That's number one. Yep. That's, I mean, that's every parent. Yep. Um, but what does that really mean? And digging down and just trying to teach them right. what we think it means. Yeah. You know? What are your thoughts on kids and adversity? So you and I, um, I so let me reframe this. Most folks, a lot of folks that you meet that do really well, they seem to get through everything unfazed. They have a foundation of adversity. It's some kind of trauma back in there and and they just learn how to push through things. You and I have some level of that just from being our childhoods and stuff like that. Um, We certainly didn't have horrible childhoods, but there were things we dealt with adversity. We've been fortunate enough to create these bubbles for our kids where they don't have to feel much adversity. Um, I think it's important for them to have some adversity. How do you wrestle with that? Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. I mean, and it's, and it's hard because you want to coddle, you want to protect your kids. And, you know, it's really just more of a point of as things come up that are hard in their lives, how do you, how do you deal with that? Right. Do you deal with it for them Mm -hmm. or do you, try to teach them how to deal with it on their own, yep. right? Because if they can't deal with things on their own, it's going to be rough when they get into adulthood and they right. have to learn. At some point, you got to learn it, right? Right. Um, or every adversity that comes up is going to just slow you down or stop you or it's going to be somebody else's fault. Yep. I think the biggest thing, and I remember sitting down with, with Lily the other night and something was coming up, and I can't remember exactly what the conversation was, but I'm like, this is 100% your responsibility. You have to deal with it. Yeah. How are you going to get through it? Because it's nobody else's fault. Right. right. And you can't live life thinking things are somebody else's fault. Yep. I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. It's just trying to teach them to own things. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's really hard. Because it's easy to say, you know, that kid smacked my kid. Yep. I'm going to go get that little. Right. Know. Yeah. And and it's, um, I think I've heard Joe Rogan say it a couple times, but like everybody's worst day or the worst thing that's ever happened to them yeah. is the worst thing that's ever happened to them. So, you know, some people in you know, in childhood have some horrible traumatic things happen to them, and that's the worst thing that happened to them. Yeah. Where others live in, in the same world, in the same, you know, communities, the worst thing that's happened to them is a toenail coming off or something like that. So that shapes their perspective of how to deal with adversity. And... And in my case with my kids and, and Katie and I, you know, we, 
we argue a little bit about this, but I almost want to create adversity for them intentionally, yeah. like almost facilitate and put them a good example. We entered JJ into a wrestle tournament uh, two weekends ago that he should not have been in. It yeah. was an advanced level wrestling tournament and he's a, a rookie. It's his first year. And when I saw that, I, my mind did not say, oh, he's going to get his butt kicked. It was like, no, we're going to throw him in there because he's done pretty well yeah, in these other tournaments. And I want, no, it wasn't to see how he does. I wanted him to get his butt kicked. Oh, yeah. To make him go through some adversity. And yeah, I've got to sit here and watch my kid cry through it. But he gets to feel what it's like to lose and lose bad. And then he has to deal that's with right. those emotions. And that is, right or wrong, that's just kind of how that's I right. want to do it, yeah. you know? And it's not the ref's fault he lost. They didn't cheat, right? Right. You yep. can't. No excuses, right? Yep. Right. No excuses. He, he came. I'll, he, he ran up to us after his last match. Kid beat the crap out of him. He was like, "This is stupid. Why can't I just punch and kick? If I can punch and kick, I'd beat him." I was like, "It's wrestling, JJ. You can't do that." And but he's he's working through it. And yeah. just like you said, we see it a lot in like in the rec baseball, softball yeah. environment we're in. And this is a unique to our area, but parents really having to control every variable yeah. with that. So when they win, my kid is the best. They're right. awesome. They're on a winning team. When they lose, the refs, blew, um, umpires blew yeah. it, the coaches fought, the blah, blah, blah. Let your kids just realize they lost because they lost and they weren't good enough that day and they right. won because they're on a good team that won, you right. know, and, and it's not cause they're not good enough. Right. Right. It's maybe they need to work a little harder, right. you know, yeah. and maybe they need to be a better teammate. Maybe yeah. the team needs to come together. Right. It's always, there's always something to improve. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think, you know, overall kind of to bring all this back in parenting is, is very tough. Um, we, we are very aware, both of us, I think could say this, we're, we're fortunate in the sense we don't we don't have any I mean obviously our houses get chaotic with young kids but as far as like and this is another thing that's I, I can't believe we haven't gone here yet in this conversation spouse. yes we <laughs> yeah. have good spouses and we are good spouses and we show there is nothing better I can do for JJ my son than to show him how to treat a woman right and there's nothing better I can do for Emma my daughter to show her how a woman should be treated, right? Right. And they're learning from that example too, you know, and they they know that love and affection and taking care of things and being a provider, that is how you're supposed to do it. So I think that's very important to both of us. Um, But yeah, parenting, we're (laughs) we're not qualified to give, you know, advice on how to parent your kid do it your own way do it but from what we've seen and what we've experienced um you just you gotta let them grow and be who they are and encourage who they are give them some grace they're all dealing with emotions and stuff like that and at the end of the day don't don't insulate them so much that they can't grow yeah i think that's one of my biggest fears when it comes to the kids is not only putting them in that bubble but not you know telling them no you can't do this or no you can't do that to a point where they don't feel like they can do anything yep. and they can't expand themselves yep. and they can't think for themselves right. and things like that yeah which 
I mean, how many times a day are you like yelling at your kid yeah. to stop? Right. And I'm like, man, I want him to be, you know. Yeah. Well, like it's it's kind of like you you don't want them to burn their hand, but I kind of don't want to tell them not to put their hand in the fire. Let them right. do it and feel how hot it is, and they won't do it again. Yeah. You know, it, it's yeah, like it's, you, and that's hard. Yeah. Like JJ again, my son. I I bet it's two hundred times since we've lived in our house. He has fallen down the steps. He still does it. He's seven years old. It's not because he's clumsy. It's because yeah. he's running through the house just chaotic. And I don't tell him. I was like, all right, JJ, one of these days we're going to end up in an emergency room because you're falling down the steps. But, like, I'm not going to wrap the yeah. steps in bubble wrap. I'm just going to let him keep doing it until he figures out, oh, that one hurt. I need to calm down a little bit. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, I don't know. But, yeah, parenting's hard. We're all going through it. If you got little ones, um, yeah. I'm JJ not. JJ needs to calm down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he's, he's wide open. But, you know, all that craziness in his head, I had oh, it when man. I was a kid. Yeah. It, it can be something. It will be something. It's, it's a superpower. He's a great kid. Doesn't feel like it now, but it'll, it'll be a superpower. Um, but, yeah, we're not, we're not giving any advice here. We're not trying to tell you how to or how, how to deal with your kids at all. It's just our perspective, our opinions. And it's another week, another episode of the Weekly Ramble with um, Bill Phillips and myself, Jason Seward, presented by 608B Capital. And we will see you next week on Burning the Boats.